Hi, my name is Jeff Teolis and this is Pinball Profile. This is the seventh or eighth time I've tried to record this. The difficulty is I really don't know what to say. I'm probably not even the best person to do this. I, like many people in the pinball community, were saddened by the news of the passing of Steve Epstein. It is an understatement to say how much of a legend Steve was. I didn't know Steve as well as many of you. I knew of him and only in the last few years was fortunate enough to know him on a personal level. Something I'll cherish forever. In fact, when I recorded an episode with Steve, really talking a lot about the history of himself, of Broadway Arcade, his father, the beginnings of Papa, the birth of competition pinball, and his great friendship with Roger Sharp, I grew closer to Steve. That episode 230 of Pinball Profile was at the time, and even more so today, one of my all-time favorites. I love learning the history of how we got to where we are today. And it doesn't matter what aspect of pinball you are involved in. If you're a collector, if you're a player, a programmer, a podcaster, a streamer, if you casually like to flip, every one of us owes something to Steve Epstein and his vision years ago. If you're thinking to yourself, competition pinball, ah, it's not for me, I've never done it. Well, that competition pinball and the IFPA and Papa has grown this hobby immensely. And with that growth is a new audience for the pinball companies to manufacture the games, to make them better. And above all of that, what it did was connect each and every one of us. It might be through leagues, something that was the vision of Steve and Roger. Doesn't matter how you compete, doesn't matter if you're great or you're just having fun. Steve, with places like the Broadway Arcade, brought us together. There's no way this podcast exists without that first time playing competitive pinball in a league, certainly with social, but there was that little fire in me to want to do better. And oh, look at everyone else. And look at the IFPA. And wow, this is global. And there are big tournaments. Forget my story. Look at how quickly something like Pinburg sells out. Seconds for a thousand players and a huge waiting list. Not everyone's there for the competition. In fact, I'd argue more people are there for the social aspect. We're going to hear a lot of great tributes to Steve. I don't want to be long-winded. I'd like to get to some of these wonderful tributes and what he meant to this community. You'll see how we are all somehow, some way connected. And the amazing thing is, some of these people may or may not have known Steve. Some have been lifelong friends. Some people benefited by his wonderful generosity. I hope you'll get a snapshot of that on this program today. I don't even know if Steve could have imagined the mark he made on the pinball community throughout the world. He probably thought his small little corner was New York City and Broadway Arcade. It started there. It just expanded. Here's one of those lucky people who got to know Steve early on at Broadway Arcade. Frank Gaida here. I got my first experience with competitive pinball at Steve Epstein's Broadway Arcade in New York City. It was a great place, great players, everybody very friendly, and Steve was always around to help you with a game if you needed it. I only wound up playing two seasons of the pinball league there before Steve had to shut the doors on the Broadway. I always felt like I only got a taste of what competitive pinball could be because it was such a short period of time. And thinking back on Steve now, I'm thinking the same thing. We only got a taste of Steve. With pinball making such a huge resurgence over the last few years, who knows what Steve Epstein could have done for pinball again. But unfortunately, he was taken too soon. So, R.I.P. Steve. Show God how to do a slap save. I enjoy reading other tributes I found on Facebook. This one from Penny Epstein. She wrote, First met Steve when I attended Papa 3 in New York City. Everyone kept asking me if I was one of Steve's daughters, 
and I kept having to say no. I had to find him and introduce myself, and did. He was so friendly, happy, and a joy to meet and talk to. I instantly made a new friend. We always spoke when we saw each other, and I spent many lunch hours playing at the Broadway Arcade while working in Manhattan. I've attended many Papa events and tournaments, building a wonderful friendship with Steve. He introduced me to Roger Sharp many moons ago as his other daughter. Joe Schick gave me the nickname of Penny No Relation Epstein at Papa Attorneys. We all had nicknames. We always joked about the father-daughter thing. Steve had a tremendous impact on the pinball community and with everyone he met. Such a funny, kind, generous person. Gone way too soon. Rest in peace, Steve. Dad. You could have been a lifelong friend of Steve for many, many years, or recently. Steve had an impact on all of us. Another person no stranger to running leagues, including at Sunshine Laundromat in Brooklyn. Here's a nice thought from Greg Pavarelli. Rest in peace, Steve Epstein. Just wanted you to know how much of a pinball hero you were for me. I still can't believe it. We were just talking about how excited we were to go back to Atlantic City next summer, just a couple weeks ago. I want to thank you for everything that you've done for our fine hobby in this community. There's so much that we have all gained from the work that you've done. There truly isn't anyone that's done as much for New York City's pinball history than you. From the legendary Broadway arcade that I've heard so much about, the origin of Papa in Manhattan, bringing it back with modern pinball, your involvement in NYCPC and with Project Pinball in recent years. I remember one weekend you ran a charity tournament with Steve Bowden and I helped out with Alberto and Francesco at the vault in New Jersey. You were kind enough to take us into your home that weekend as your guests and uh, I remember in your car you were telling me how glad you were to see the work that I was doing for pinball and keeping things active and that was an honor for me to hear that from you and I remember getting chills when you told me some stories of you and Roger planning it all out in the origins and how you would have never dreamt for it to grow to this this size and really we have you guys to thank for that everything that you've done for the IFPA and all the joy it brings us on a regular basis your legacy will live on forever and you were so loved and respected deservingly so a hero that the pinball community will never forget you will be missed rest in peace I had a nice note emailed to me from Nitsan Gabay. What Nitsan sent was actually a text he wrote to Steve just recently. It reads, When I met you for the first time in one of your fundraisers in the Game Vault in Morristown, I felt oddly starstruck and yet so humbled by your presence. I had such a joy listening to you talk about starting up Modern Pinball. Definitely gave me a few chuckles, but also a slight pinch in the heart that I never got to walk in there while you were running the show. Nevertheless, I am eternally grateful for the first time I stumbled into Modern back in 2016. I was a recent college graduate, out of hope for a diplomatic job in Washington, and completely lost with little career prospects in New York City. Coming into the game room, I suddenly discovered a hobby that would keep my sanity in check and introduce me to a whole new circle of amazing people. I felt like I finally found my defining characteristic, my niche the love of pinball and its competitive strategies. Thanks to your vision, I am now part of a new generation of hardcore fanatics. I cannot thank you enough for the joy this hobby has given me and for the community that you've created around your businesses in New York and New Jersey. Love you and respect you immensely. Nitsan. Jersey Jack Guarneri wrote on his Facebook page, Rest in God's peace, Steve. You're always there for us. You always had a smile and supported our efforts and had our back. 
It was great to help you get your venture off the ground, too. You made lots of people smile, and you were Mr. Pinball. Thanks for the positive pinball energy. Lots of people here will miss you. Our love and condolences to your dear friends and family. Keep flipping, Stevie. We love you. Dave Stewart wrote a nice piece. I'm deeply saddened by the passing of Steve Epstein, whose influence literally changed my life. Before meeting Steve when I first attended Papa 3 in 1993, my first ever pinball tournament, 0% of my friends were from pinball. After meeting him, 95% of my friends for the rest of my life have been from pinball. While many of you might not directly know Steve, if you've been influenced in any way by any pinball, then you've been affected by Steve because he was the motivation and encouragement behind all of it. We will miss you, Steve. Pinball will never be the same without you, but pinball will also never forget you. Speaking of the early days of pinball competitions, Keith Johnson of Jersey Jack had this to say about Steve. So like everyone else, I'm extremely sad at the passing of Steve Epstein. Uh, I didn't even know he was sick until we talked on Tuesday. So going from that to his passing on uh, Saturday afternoon is just kind of a big shock. Steve was, whether people realize it or not, at least indirectly responsible for a lot of the people who are in the industry today, I would say. My first Papa was Papa 3 in New York City, and I went up there with Kevin Martin. And when we were up there, I met Lyman Sheets for the first time. And countless other people at Papa's over the years I met, including people who were in the industry at the time, people who would go on to go in the industry. You know, eventually met uh, Louis Koziars at a pinball tournament. It's really mind-numbing what happened. It's just so fast and so sudden. But really Steve's legacy will be getting like a lot of good players together with people in the industry to get them the jobs that they have today and also basically get people so excited about competitions that they started forming their own. I mean, back in 1993, as far as I know, there were like two competitions that year. There was Papa 3 and there was IFPA 3, then the old incarnation of IFPA. And people would not have, without these tournaments, uh, Papa in particular, I feel like, because it was way more prestigious than the IFPA was at the time, would not have gotten together, would not have met each other, would not have had the opportunities that they had to get in the industry and shape it into what it became in the mid to late 90s. And then Steve, along with Roger and his sons, rebirthed the IFPA into what it is now and everything that everyone knows the modern, like, you know, Whopper Madness and tournaments for the best players in the world and all that kind of thing. And just the birth of all kinds of pinball activities and tournaments all over the world. So... All of us, whether we realize it or not, owe Steve an unbelievable debt, whether it's us as pinball players, whether it's us as competitive pinball players, whether it's us as people in the industry. There's a whole lot of people that Steve has directly or indirectly influenced over the years, and he will absolutely be missed by almost everyone that I know in the hobby from all walks of it. Rest in peace, Steve. 
Keith Elwin sent me this email to talk about Steve Epstein. Keith wrote, I met Steve at my first major tournament, Papa Six. He handed me the Papa Six trophy and said, congratulations, champ. After that, every time he saw me, he would just call me champ. Steve saw to promote competitive pinball through the dark ages of no internet like nobody before him. I'm glad I got to have a drink and catch up with him earlier this year at Jack Bar. 22 years later, after we first met, he still called me champ. He will be missed. Another world champion had this to say about Steve. I'm Bowen Karens. There is so much joy that comes to mind when I think of Steve Epstein. Uh, but the biggest thing that comes to mind to me at first is that I cannot picture what my life would be like without his influence. When I met Steve Epstein, it was at the Papa Fall Flip-Offs in San Francisco, a tournament that he created and organized to bring the best players from all parts of the country to the World Championships in New York. I lost that tournament, but I was encouraged by Steve and his energy and his attitude towards competitive pinball, something I really had not seen very much of at all, to travel across the country and participate in the Pop World Championship in 1994. I was uh, struck by Steve's sense of inclusivity, the sense of spectacle for that event, that he knew how to make that event visible and public and make it something more than just people flipping a ball. I've met so many people through events at those early Papas, people who stayed with pinball for decades. And I have to say it has to be Steve Epstein's influence that caused us to want to continue playing pinball for so long all together. That joy, that spectacle, all of those events that he created. I got to encounter Steve many other times throughout his time in, at the Carlisle Open or at the uh, event at... Uh, Asbury Park, even when for a time he was able to create his own arcade again in New York City, the joy on his face to be able to hold that place and to operate it just like the Broadway Arcade had operated into the 90s. My most joyful moment that comes to mind in thinking about Steve is uh, at Papa 7, the first Papa that uh, reopened under the banner in Pittsburgh. He won. Uh, he won one of the Classics tournaments and won one of his own Space Jet trophies that uh, had been created for the Papa World Championship in New York City. And the joy that he had there was the same joy that he seemed to have every day for everyone in pinball. Uh, and we were all just there to, to share it with him. Uh, and I, I'd just like to say also, uh, they're really... There was nobody like Steve Epstein, but at the same time, there are lots of people like Steve Epstein now, and that is his influence, the way that he affected all of us to make pinball a more inclusive place, to make pinball a more joyful place, to respect each other, to just have fun, play the game, share it with people who have never played before. Uh, so if we all want to honor Steve Epstein's life, and I will, I will forever want to honor Steve's life. We could do that by bringing more people to pinball, bringing more people together to play the game, and just having a joyful time. Thanks, Steve. We heard a lot about the history of Steve Epstein and what he created to get us to where we are today. But what was he doing today? No surprise, it was about caring for others, as Daniel Spoiler from Project Pinball explains. What can I say about my friend? Steve was the most caring, giving, wonderful 
person I ever met. I'm going to miss him greatly. So much. I heard about the Broadway Arcade, but I never had a chance to go there. But I heard it from other people, and I seen the special and lit uh, documentary where Steve was really emotional about the closing of the place. You could tell how passionate he was about pinball and about people in general. So last year, when he approached me about helping me with the Project Pinball Charity, I was definitely blessed. I was so happy. I mean, this giant of the industry... The person that started Papa and helped start the IFPA was offering to help me with the charity. I mean, we worked fantastic together. Uh, his drive was incredible. His energy was just amazing. We worked on several things together, many long hours, having dinner conversations or long phone conversations to put the charity first. He loved all the players that came to play at the Broadway Arcade in all the tournaments, the first Papa tournaments, and was very proud of them. Named like Bowen and Kurtz and Belsito and Elwin and, of course, the Sharp Brothers and so many more young players uh, that came through there. He shared his passion for pinball and loved to talk to anybody that played pinball. So as far as I feel, we are standing on the shoulder of a giant. Steve's inspiration will be felt forever through all the lives that he touched. I know I'm going to miss him greatly, and I will remember all of the kind words and inspiration that he gave me. God bless you, Steve. That involvement and that passion for giving to others in the form of Project Pinball doesn't surprise me about Steve Epstein. In fact, the last time I saw him and spoke to him was on his 71st birthday just outside Orlando, Florida before Free Play Florida. I was running an event and all the proceeds of that event went to Project Pinball, so Steve showed up. I've never aired this before. I was going to air it as part of something a little bit later, but I think the timing of it is pretty important to let you hear the last time I spoke to Steve Epstein. I have to tell you, one of the most downloaded episodes I've ever had on Pinball Profile in three years when, when this band joined me for a great discussion about the history of pinball and competitions. Steve Epstein's here. We're at the Pinball Profile World Tour event at the District Eat and Play here just outside of Orlando. And thanks very much for showing up. Oh, man, it's my pleasure. I, I've really been invigorated by all the great positive things that have been happening with all the great people that are just seem to be engrossing themselves and getting themselves into pinball again. Uh, I think it's a, a world of openings that just going to blossom. And I think we really are, in a way, at the very beginning of something that's going to be huge. Well, this event tonight is an event that we're raising money for Project Pinball. We're going to do very, very well. We're going to give away a bunch of raffle tickets. We've got some other sponsors on board, too. But I know Project Pinball means a lot to you, too. It absolutely does. I, I am I'm so motivated by the fact that Daniel's been able to get 46 hospitals with pinball machines. I think it's the greatest type of thing to have kids and, and adults being introduced in, in environments where they're really not being in a very positive, but pinball creates an environment that will help them emotionally and physically and also get people to play pinball again. 
The awareness is great and it's spreading around all across North America. People buy tickets all over the world too for this event. And you know, we're gonna even try to get a machine up in Canada in 2020 so with the great. help of Daniel and Project Finball. I'm more than happy to hear that and I, I hope to be able to help and, and do whatever I can in the future to make sure that you know this project stays sound and stays current and stays big. Steve, I gotta tell you, here in 2019, it's been great to see you at events, to see you at Pinburg, to see you here at IAPA and Preplay Florida. Is that kind of the goal? Steve Epstein's back? Well, I hope, hope I am. I hope I can play well enough to start really representing what I used to be able to do. And I'm practicing a lot, and I'm gonna be at a lot of tournaments from now on. Love hearing that. Great to see you as always. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Jeff. Steve, your good work, your vision, your love of pinball will continue. We are all grateful for everything you gave to this hobby. You will never be forgotten. Every year at the IFPA World Championships, North America battles the rest of the world in the Epstein Cup, a nice tradition that will keep your name and memory for so many years to come. On Facebook, there's a lovely tribute page called Memories of Steve Epstein. If you have some thoughts or some pictures you'd like to share, I'm sure it would mean a lot to the family and friends. And speaking of friends, before I say so long, I know it had to be difficult, but I was quite surprised when I saw in my mailbox a nice message from his best friend of 45 years, Roger Sharp. Oh, wow. What can I say about uh, my beloved Steve, my brother from another mother? 45 years uh, a friendship that endured um, truly a love affair between the two of us. Uh, we accomplished a lot there were a lot of things that uh, we wanted to do that we didn't get the chance to do but uh, I am blessed to have had Steve in my life and his family and my family all connecting and bonding and you know his his memory will endure forever his legacy forever and uh, I am pained by his passing but uh, Truly, I am grateful unconditionally for the fact that he was in my life. God bless you, Steve. Rest easy.